It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com The Cricket Badger Podcast IPL Daily in association with Moonrise Cricket Indian Premier League 2020 13th edition every day every game every spill every thrill every triumph all the way to the IPL trophy Hello everybody, welcome along. It's the Cricket Badger IPL Daily. I'm James as always and joining me on this edition, it's not just Naman this time, we've got two people on the other end of the line. Claire Sanderson, our Kings 11 fan and Neil Varani, our Sunrisers Hyderabad fan. Before we get into them, thank you to our sponsors, moonrisecricket.co.uk and bodylinetshirts.com. Keep an eye out in the next few days for the Bodyline t-shirt Cricket Badger Specials. There's going to be some special Cricket Badger t-shirts for you to be able to buy and you can get 10% off. So it's all good. Win-win. Anyway, let's get into the IPL. It's been another interesting game today. I have spent the last couple of weeks saying that CSK are a shadow of their former self. Discussing that with Naman last night, he was quite scared of CSK as a KKR fan, but I don't think one win by 10 wickets where only two players actually turn up actually masks the inadequacies of CSK. CSK and we saw today that KKR down and out at one stage in this game CSK managed to throw it away Neil How do you rate this CSK side? We've got so used to IPLs in the past of just watching CSK carry on their inevitable progression to the playoffs. I don't think it's quite that simple this time. No, not at all. It seemed like the sort of game where CSK would absolutely walk home. They always have everything under control. They wouldn't try to go and hit, you know, 12 and over from the start they just see it through but they completely misjudged the pitch which is surprising considering how well they bowled in the second half of the Calcutta um, innings and they left themselves way too much to do when the pitch became very very tough in the second half of their own innings going back to the uh, top of KKR's innings the star of their batting and the difference in the game really in the end was Chapathi's 81 from 51 balls eight fours three sixes for him it's taken him a while to actually understand they need to actually move him to the top of the order but that might be a good thing now for Kolkata they've got him at the top and he's he looked really good today yeah absolutely he was absolutely brilliant when 
he um, opened with Rahani at Rajasthan a couple of seasons ago. And what people have taken a while to realise is that the reason that Narine worked so well as pinch hitter is because while he was dreadful against pace, he absolutely murdered spin. And he was partnered with Chris Lynn, who was amazing against pace, but very poor against spin. So opposition sides didn't know what to bowl and ended up bowling a mixture, which one or the other took advantage of. With Shubman Gill, who is an absolutely brilliant but more classical player than Chris Lynn, I don't think Narine has faced a single ball of spin in the first six. And that's why he's been getting out for low scores. He hasn't stuck around too long and burnt a load of balls, but he hasn't had the same impact. So changing him to lower down in the order, bring him in during the middle orders when the spinners are on, we saw that he could do the same thing there that he has done in previous years up at the top. 17 off nine was an ideal way to kickstart. You don't expect him to stay around for 30, 40 balls. But while he's there, he will score at a tremendous rate and it will set up the game for the other players. I think Brendan McCullum is listening to the uh, Cricket Badger IPL daily because he's pretty much sent them out today in the order that we suggested. I think we could... Um, you, you needed two solid openers. They've done that. Nitish Rana, I think, has nailed down the number three spot. And then Noreen Morgan-Russell just kind of rotate around depending on the match situation. And Kartik has dropped down the order and he's there to finish the job. And I think that's uh, KKR have actually finally hit on a, a formula that will um, serve them well going through the rest of this competition. Claire, let's get to you. CSK, I, I'm really not convinced by them. Shane Watson was a walking wicket two games ago. He's now got back-to-back 50s, though. And big Aussie with the shoulders that are broader than, which I think they're wider than my flat. It's, it's, it's key to them, isn't he? They need these this top order of Watson, Duplessis, Rayardu to score some runs because once you get past that, they look a little bit weak middle order and below. Yeah, definitely. I mean, looking down the batting order, definitely opening up with Watson and Duplessis is the right thing to do. Ryu do coming in strongly. But then after that, nobody else really showed up. Or was the bowling just, it took the game away from him. So Watson, yeah, two really strong performances. And I think there's been a lot of reliance on Duplessis to get some big runs at the top. He didn't fire this time. And so they just didn't get that um, start that they've had that's really seen them through. And obviously in the last game, uh, you know, it was all Watson and Duplessis. So the rest of the batting order have had a little bit of a break. So they had to kind of come back and see what they could do. And they didn't really do much, did they? We, we see that yeah. quite a bit sometimes in T20 tournaments, Claire, where you get a team that has a, a really powerful number one and number two, and they do all of the damage. But then if they suddenly have a little bit of a dip, all of a sudden you get the middle order coming in that haven't actually played properly for some time. I think we're seeing that with CSK now, the the middle order. I mean, with all due respect to Sam Curran, I think he's a fine little cricketer, but he's not a top order batsman. And CSK are a big, too good a side or too big a side in reputation to have Sam, Sam Curran going in in the top five. It doesn't make sense to me. Well, yeah, and I mean, I think Jadeja is always somebody who you can send in who's either going to get runs or not, but he's coming right right down the order. And yeah, he got a few runs at the end, but too little, too late. So maybe that's something they need to think about. And obviously, MS has brought himself up the order, hoping to get a few runs, and then that didn't work out for him either. So strong start, and then, like I say, either, you know, came up against really good bowling at the death or... The you know the batters just not having enough time in the middle just didn't pull it through for them. I was really surprised you know when I saw the um, the chase start. I thought oh well this is a bit of a you know 
going to be a runaway again. But it wasn't to be, you know. I thought um, KKR really hung in there and clever with the bowling changes and shared the wickets about. So, yeah, really strong performance apart by them. Claire, the final point on uh, KKR, Pat Cummings, who is their $3 million man. Uh, I saw a stat earlier that when he bowls well, and, and, and I know you don't have to bowl well to get hit in T20, but when he's been economical at the top of the innings for KKR, they've won matches. When he's gone for a few, he's set the tone and they've not won matches. He was none for 25 off his four today, economy rate of just over six. Now, that's a really good return these days in T20 cricket. He's crucial because, yeah. you, you know, looking at the rest of their bowling lineup, it's quite inexperienced apart from Narain and Russell when they use him. But Pat Cummings, they've obviously invested in him and they need him to turn up and he's starting to do that now for KKR. Yeah, for sure. A really strong performance by him today with the bat and with the ball. You know, yeah. Really useful runs at the end with the bat and then, like you say, leading the way with the bowling. Although he didn't take any wickets, he didn't need to with, you know, the economy six-ish, so... Yeah, really strong from him. And like you say, to have somebody, you know, a world-class bowler with experience and then just to bowl the others around him. I thought, yeah, clever yeah, clever bowling changes, definitely. Moonrise is a sports engagement website to allow sports fans to learn from the very best. Get a personal video message recorded for a fan's special occasion. Have a professional cricketer as your next coach by getting video feedback or having a 30-minute conversation with some of the world's best players. Players such as Jimmy Neesham, Colin Munro, Tammy Beaumont, Danny Wyatt, Monty Panasar. Visit MoonriseSports.com or go to Moonrise Sports on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Moonrise Cricket, let's play. It is time to pick our Moonrise moment of the match. And you've been watching this one, Neil. What was the one moment? What's the one moment you'll remember from this game? What was the pivotal passage of play or the funny moment or the outstanding piece of fielding that will stick in your mind? It wasn't a pivotal moment as far as the game went, but um, Sunil Narine losing his wicket to a frankly ridiculous relay catch between Jadeja and Duplessis. I think Jadeja was sliding into the boundary um, as he threw it um, up to Faf. But that was uh, an unbelievable uh, piece fielding by Jadu initially. And then Faf to have the presence of mind to get himself in the right place to take the relay. So that was absolutely wonderful. On those relay catches, sometimes I think about that. You, you see the guy doing the incredible athleticism to initially take the catch and then to throw it back in field. And I'm, I'm thinking if I was the bloke that was stood in field, just having the ball lobbed back to me, I'd be absolutely scared to death that I dropped it after he'd done all the hard work. But they're, they're fantastic now, aren't they, on, on the boundary. The, some of the fielding that we see in this tournament and others is, is incredible. Claire, your uh, moonrise moment of the match today? That sounds like one that I need to be looking up because, uh, yeah, I was at work, so I haven't seen that one. But just, and I haven't seen that much of the game. But for me, looking down the batting and the bowling, the one star who's really shone out is Tripathi opening the innings and getting 81, which is really the difference between the two sides. So I'd have to go for that one. I agree as well. I mean, Rahul Tripathi, I mean, we've been calling for him to, to open the innings on this podcast, but th- there's a big difference, isn't there, between people calling for you to do that and then taking your chance when you're given the opportunity. And he's man of the match today out there in the, the UAE. So, uh, yeah, a really good call for him. 
I think if I had to pick one, I'd probably go for uh, the loss of MSD's wicket. Because I think when MSD is still at the crease, CSK still believe. As soon as he was out, I think their heads dropped. And I think that was when the, the moment they lost the game. But I think in terms of my adjudication on today's Moonrise moment, I'm going to go with Neil's. The relay catch that saw the end of uh, Sunil Nareen, caught to Plessy, bold Sharma for 17. Doesn't quite tell the full story of how he was out. Definitely look up that catch, Claire, because it's, uh, it's worth having a look at. And that is our Moonrise moment of the match today. Want to get your game the very best it can be? The future of coaching. Talk to a pro. 30-minute video conversation. Video analysis from players at the top of their game. Video shout-outs. Get a personalised message from a pro. Great for birthdays, congratulations messages, a prank or a simple hello. Visit MoonriseSports.com or go to Moonrise Sports on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Moonrise Cricket. Let's play. Right then, the reason you two are on today, the main reason you two are on, is because you are facing each other tomorrow. And uh, it's a uh, massive game, Claire, for Kings Eleven, isn't it? They are on the verge of actually kind of dropping through the, the trap door almost in terms of the, the table. They need to get back into winning ways, don't they, to keep some kind of confidence that they can do something later on in this tournament. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I guess every every match in the NPL is a you know win it match, but um, after such a long uh, run of form, the need to get get out there and yeah, play the game and try and get a win definitely, or else yeah, sitting there at the bottom of the table, it's not a happy place to be. It's a really strange situation, isn't it? They've got two of the best batsmen in terms of runs scored in the competition. Rahul's got 302. He's leading the race for the orange cap. Mayank Agarwal's got uh, 272. But they are losing matches, despite the fact that they've got two openers that are really firing for them. And I think that's the problem for for, um, for Kings Eleven because if you actually look down the, the runs that they're, they've scored, Rahul and Agarwal have done all of the damage. Poran's got 119, but apart from them, nobody else is really sticking their hand up. Glenn Maxwell's had a few innings. Karen Nair's had some innings. They've no, Nobody else is really contributing. They're leaving it just to those two. And if those two don't fire, then they lose. And if sometimes when those two have fired, they lose. So some others need to actually take some responsibility, don't they? Yeah, definitely. Not so much the batting, the bowling seems to have been the kind of real letdown. You know, they've put big scores on the board and then not been able to defend it. So a bit of a mystery, but I'm just hoping, obviously, I'm hoping that they can really pull it together. It'd be really interesting to see the team that they put out, whether there's any changes at the top of the order, um, in case that's going to make a difference. But yeah, like I say, it's the bowling, really, that's kind of let them down and they've swapped people about. Obviously, Shami and um, Sheldon Cottrell have been pretty consistent. But other than that, it's been a bit of a struggle. Um, you know, they had to go with Jimmy Neesham. They've had to go with Chris Jordan. Neither of them have really worked out for them. So, yeah, it's a bit tricky. I don't really know what the answer is, apart from just dig deep and go for it, really. Chris Jordan is going at 14 runs and over in this IPL in the two matches he's played. Um, you mentioned Shami and Cottrell. They've taken eight and six wickets apiece. Ravi Bishnoir and uh, Ashwin have got four wickets and bowled reasonably um, economically. It's just that fifth bowler. They just can't find a fifth bowler. To, and the death overs have, have gone for a few, haven't they? So, yeah, it's a, a bit of a problem for Kings Eleven. They need to, as we say, put it right quite quickly. <laughs> 
bodylinet-shirts.com. Browse the finest collection of cricketing t-shirts on the web. Hundreds of original cricket designs for cricket players and fans alike, featuring everyone and everything from Larwood to Leach and Cow Corner to Chin Music at bodylinet-shirts.com. And you can get 10% off your first order using the code BADGER at checkout. bodylinet-shirts.com T-shirts for the discerning cricket fan. Neil, your Sunrisers team is yeah. uh, coming back into it a little bit, weren't they? And uh, and then had a disappointing defeat against Mumbai on Sunday when I thought they were in the races there. 116 for two at the start of the 13th with two of the best white ball batsmen at the crease. You'd have put your money behind SRH, but they found a way of losing. I think we got we got done by Krunal Pandya in the last four balls, striking uh, an extra 20. Problem with the Sunrisers team, which, well, it's not always a problem, there's so much invested in the top uh, top order that when they fall, um, we've got three very talented but very young lads to follow up. It's almost unfair to uh, expect them to do what we expect from a lot of other teams. They've performed well so far, but it's a lot of pressure there. And using three uh, foreign spots in our in our top four does open up that weakness if they don't fire. I mean, the, the two of the guys that you're talking about there, Priyam Garg and Abhishek Sharma, were two of the stars, weren't they, of one of the recent wins. But you're right, you know, if, if you've got some young, tender, you know, no, no matter how talented they are, it's the consistency you lack when you're young, isn't it? Because you haven't experienced everything. You'll come off once in a while and it'd be marvellous, but you can't expect them to be world beaters every single game, can you? It, it's the mentality and the... Uh, the mindset. When you've played the game for a number of years, you get a little bit jaded. You've seen uh, everything happen before. So when things go wrong, you don't lose it. You still stay calm. But we saw in the first game where there was a collapse while we were well on course against Royal Challengers Bangalore. The young lads just didn't know what to do when the pressure uh, was on. They will get better when it comes to those situations, but you need to experience them to mm. to know how to deal with it. See how it uh, all all comes through, especially with uh, with the loss of Boothie and how that's going to affect things uh, if Holder or or Nabby come in, and uh, how that then um, changes the top of the order. What's happening with um, SRH in the in the field? Everybody's playing out Rashid Khan because they just know how good he is, and they're they're kind of just seeing him off, aren't they? With Boovy not being part of the team now, it gives the opposition even more of a chance to actually go at the other guys, isn't it? And that's a, a problem David Warner's going to have in the field. Yeah, absolutely. I've been very very imp- impressed with Natarajan. He's firing in Yorkers at will, and he seems to have a very cool head when it comes to the death overs. Um, I think Sandeep Sharma, if the ball swings, is an absolute demon. He's almost English in the way that he bowls. And he's going to be used majorly um, in the power play, although he's now going to have to take some uh, death overs with Boobie's injury. Siddharth Kaul had a pretty rough day against Mumbai, but we saw with the ball that took out Hardik Pandya, the skills there, and we've seen him in prior years, be very good as well. Hopefully he can come back. And then there's a question of whether Jason Holder comes in. Watching him play in the CPL, he's very line and length. He'll do an extremely economical job in the 
in the power play, but that's not going to help our, our death bowling where Booby has excelled in the past. So I'm going to be very interested to see what Trevor Bayliss comes up with. Otherwise, we may have the same issues that we've seen Kings Eleven have in the last few games. I don't like line and length bowlers when it comes to T20 because batsmen know where they're going to pitch it and they can actually almost plan their shots in advance, can't they? If you're always going to be on a dime, batsmen can get ready for that. Claire, just coming to you for um, Kings Eleven for a final word on them. Um, or rather, looking at the, your opposition tomorrow, SRH, where do you see the main threat? What are you worried about as far as Kings Eleven are concerned? Other than the fact that Kings Eleven aren't winning, what are you worried about with SRH? I guess, um, you know, it's the, that firepower at the top of the innings. It'll be interesting to see, like you say, if that uh, top order stays the same with the uh, overseas players. Um, but I think if they get off to a, you know, a good start and they get away, then that's going to be the problem. And also, you know, like we said before, it's the death overs. So again, who's going to be around at the end and who's going to bowl those overs? And it's going to be an interesting one. Uh, one that I'll be watching very keenly, obviously, but um, it's all about that. Just getting the, the orders right, I think, and uh, getting the right team out there for both sides, in fact. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Neil, for you, when you look across at the Kings Eleven dugout, what, what what would worry you as an SRH fan? I think this game is going to be decided during uh, Sunrise's power play. If we can get through that with a, a decent score without losing too many of Warner, Bairstow, Pandey, Williamson, then we can possibly take advantage of what has been a softer underbelly with due respect to the other bowlers I think um, Punjab's main threat is uh, Sheldon and uh, Mohammed Shami up at the top but if we can get through those and also um, have those two bowlers bowl two maybe three of their spell then it could leave Punjab uh, a little bit light at the end we've seen Chris Jordan go the distance over both games he's played he could be some someone that we take advantage of if, if he plays Jimmy Neesham the same. If we can get through Sheldon and, and Shami, then uh, then we've got a really good chance. And the fact that it's not Sharjah, which um, is not a ground that favours um, our team makeup. Well, this IPL is starting to shape up. Mumbai are top of the table. They've played six. They're on eight points. Delhi Capitals played five are on eight points as well. KKR, they're up to third with uh, six points after five. RCB the same. CSK have played six, just got the four points so far. SRH, five games played, on to four points. Rajasthan Royals, five games played on four. And Kings Eleven bringing up the rear, Claire Sanderson. After five games, they've got two points. It's a massive game for both sides tomorrow. At the wrong end of the table, but still early days in this IPL. And if you can get on a run, even if you are KXIP, you can start to climb back up towards those playoff positions. Neil and Claire, thank you very much for joining me tonight. Thanks, James. Thanks, Claire. Cheers, James. And cheers, Neil. Yeah, uh, good luck tomorrow, I guess. <laughs> I didn't get you to do a team talk today, Claire, did I? Uh, we'll do that next time because they've not all been working, to be honest. So I thought we'd, we'd give them a miss tonight. Yeah, I think you're better. Yeah, leave them to it. I'm sure <laughs> they know what they're doing. Let's hope so anyway, yeah. See how they get on without me. Well, uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you for staying tuned through every one of the IPL daily blogs so far. And uh, enjoy the game, and we'll see you again tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Join us every day throughout IPL 2020. Follow us on Twitter at cricket underscore badger. Join in the fun.
We'll see you again tomorrow. Podcast Network.